Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events from Monday, August 17th to today, August 23rd of 2023 as part of our August weekly recaps um, instead of daily because there is just enough, there's just not enough content to get through a podcast every day. Um, It's August, everyone's on vacation, Um, so this is what we have right now. Uh, We'll do one more of these um, that'll come out on um, next Monday, which is the 31st, Um, so that will come out then, and then we'll resume daily um, starting on Tuesday, the 1st of September. I don't think there will be a lot of content yet, but that's what we'll start with um, because it'll pick back up pretty quickly after that, maybe. COVID plays a big part of all of this, so who knows for real. Um, But with that intro, let's go ahead and get started with the Belgian royal family. Belgium on Monday and Tuesday, uh, King Philippe held several uh, telephone meetings with leaders of the um, political parties in Belgium. Um, so this is part of like an ongoing saga that has been going on since this podcast started, and even before then, um, Belgium has been unable to form a government. Um, just due to political differences. Um, So it is the king's constitutional duty to be involved in this formation. Um, He needs to know, like, what's going on, um, where the negotiation talks are, and things like that. So I want to put a little bit of context into this because we have time. Um, There are many, 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 many political parties in Belgium. Um, so if you are from the States, we technically have more than two, but really our system only allows for two, um, major parties. So the United States has Republicans and Democrats. When you get over to Europe and their parliamentary monarchies, there are more than two parties because they run, um, a little bit differently than we do. Um, and so when elections happen and members of the governing bodies are selected, um, a lot of times there's not enough of one party to form a majority. Um, so like if you look at, for example, um, the United States Senate, we vote, um, in the States for senators every few years as part of a cycle. Um, And always at the end of the day, a party is going to have the majority. They're going to have 51 senators or more. Um, So right now, the Republican Party um, has 51, or actually they have like 53 or whatever, but they are the clear majority at the election time. Um, 
that's not the case in a lot of other countries. So Belgium, um, there's one party with the most votes, and I believe it's a liberal party. I, I don't really understand yet, um, but they don't have enough other parties that want to work with them to form a majority where the leader of the party with the most votes will then become prime minister. It's a very confusing system if you don't live it every day. Um, I understand it a little bit more every time I read into it and talk about it on this podcast, Um, but it is a pretty confusing system. Um, But that's what's going on. So the Formation talks have broke down yet again. Um, apparently, this is a issue in terms of um, liberal versus right wing what right winged policies, um, as opposed to some other things. Um, which in Belgium, the issue is um, Flemish nationalism, uh, Flemish independence, Flemish separatism, um, versus non, that's like kind of a party or, a, a usual stance, but that's not the case this time. Um, so anyway, Philippe is having these conversations, um, just getting these, this information. Belgium in and of itself is trying to determine whether at this point a new vote is required, I would be shocked if that's not what happens. Um, they've been trying to do this for, I think, over a year now. Um, I think the elections were held in April of 2019. Um, and then they were on course to have a new set of elections. Um, and then COVID happened. So at the year mark or so, um, a temporary government was installed so that the crisis could be handled. Um, that is coming to an end. So at this point, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll talk about it if it applies to King Philippe. Um, sorry about the dog. I don't know what she's doing. She's just stressed out for some reason. Um, so that was Monday and Tuesday. And then on Thursday, uh, Prince Gabriel celebrated his 17th birthday. So he is the um, second child to King Philippe and Queen Mathilde. Um, and the royal household, uh, the Belgian monarchy, released a, I believe it's a new picture that was taken on National Day this year, but I'm not 100% sure um, of that. But I think that is when the picture was released. So that is something new. Um, And so that was what was going on in Belgium this week. Um, And then, so with that, we're actually going to skip the British royal family because they are in full vacation mode. There was real, there's no new events um, that they really posted about or even that were on um, the court circular, which is the daily calendar for the royal family. Um, So with that, we're going to go ahead and skip on down to the Danish royals. In 
Denmark, it looks like Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary are at least back from vacation. Um, Queen Margrethe seems to maybe still be on summer break, but that's okay. Um, and so Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary had a slew of engagements this week, um, which was great for my um, you know, daily royal watching as a hobby, um, but now it's going to make for a bit of a long segment in Denmark. So let's break it down. On Wednesday, Crown Prince Frederick participated in a training session for um, people who are going to be participating in the 2021 Bo- Royal Run. That is a hard thing to say for a person who can't always pronounce their R's. Um, so this is some, uh, the Royal Run, I've talked about this before, but as a refresher, is something that Frederick started um, for his 50th birthday in 2018. Um, it has run for, um, it ran in 2018 and 2019. It was scheduled to happen this year, um, in June, they, or maybe in May even, they postponed it till September. And then, um, as the crisis just drew on, um, they have completely canceled it for 2020 and it's going to be held again in 2021. I'm going to assume this is like a probably going to happen, not an intense like, yeah, this is definitely happening um, just with COVID. Um, so he participated in this Royal Run training session, um, which was, it appeared to be socially distanced, um, taking good precautions, um, but a great intro for him back to work life after the summer holiday. Um, and then also on Wednesday, Crown Princess Mary returned to work, um, and she had what I believe is her first official engagement, um, as honorary president of the Danish World Wildlife Fund, World Nature, um, Fund Foundation, World Nature Foundation. Um, and so she was at a seaside Um, where she was participating in the release of five, what I think are stingrays. Every single translation said something different. I actually have no idea what animal she was releasing back into the wild. Um, From the pictures, it looks like stingrays are maybe the best option, but I don't understand where they came from before. Um, This is the hard part of not understanding every single language that I um, you know, cover in this podcast because I don't know what animal it was. It looked like a stingray. One of the translations said a stingray. Um, but that, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Um, and so that was really great. But what I found maybe even a little bit better, um, is that, The next day, so on Thursday, a couple of pictures were released of Mary wearing her face mask um, in in an enclosed space. So I don't know every single country's laws on face masks, but the caption talked about um, wearing a face mask on a plane in enclosed spaces um, and things like that. 
Um, so that was, that was part one of the, of the post. Um, and then of course she didn't wear one outside and I'm sure that complies with Denmark's regulations. Um, but the part that I admire and appreciate is that in that Instagram post, Mary talked about the fact that she accidentally shook someone's hand. Um, and it wasn't so much of an apology just as a, um, but it served as a reminder of like, Hey, this is hard. Sometimes mistakes happen, but we have to work on them. Um, and so I think that was like a super humble thing to do to like, be like, hey, I messed up. I accidentally shook someone's hand. Uh, and from what I can tell, there wasn't any video of it. I have not found a video of it. Um, but like she owned up to her mistake and used it as a moment to educate some other people on like, hey, yes, this is still happening. And, you know, we're all going to mess up every now and then, um, you know, for for me in my job, I am... Um, frequently going in and out of places. And sometimes I forget my face mask. Now it's happened once and I made it to the door and walked back and got my face mask out of my car. Um, but I forget, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, just today I had like an instance where I wasn't able to social distance where I was standing. Um, and I recognized it and I was like, okay, this isn't you know, the best environment. So I excused myself and went outside and waited for what I needed, um, you know, just to relieve some of the pressure of intense, um, congestion and the inability to social distance. So like, I admired that, that she brought that up and talked about it. Um, because I think it's important that we, we talk about what's happening and, um, you know, in Denmark, like what a better way to start that conversation than Crown Princess Mary, who is pretty popular. Um, so I think that was just really, really great. Um, so then moving on to Thursday, Crown Princess Mary participated in a, um, meeting with the senior staff of the Mary Foundation, um, where they talked about upcoming goals and projects, um, specifically focused on, um, isolation during COVID and how that affects, um, mental health and, um, loneliness. So that is something that is really cool and cool projects, I'm sure to come out of that meeting. Um, and now we are on to Friday where Crown Prince Frederick reopened a power plant in a town, in a municipality that I'm not even going to try to pronounce, um, that has been remodeled and updated to produce, um, green climate friendly energy. Uh, previously this was a coal powered, um, power plant that, um, actually was opened by, um, Crown Prince Frederick's grandma, grandfather, who I believe is King Frederick the Ninth, I might have his number wrong, but it was definitely a King Frederick. Um, and so, what was really cool is the Danish royal house shared pictures of King Frederick's visit um, some many years ago, and then to, um, on Friday, Crown Prince Frederick, you know, had his own moment at the same power plant. Um, so that was really something that was cool, and of course, a good focus on. Um, green energy and climate change and the way we can affect, um, 
global sustainability. And so now, you guys, I know, so long. They did so many things. It was great. Um, This is why this is normally a daily podcast. Um, So finally, on Saturday, uh, Crown Prince Frederick attended a sailing competition hosted by youngsters. So it was a youth sailing competition. Um, And so he was there. He had like his own boat on the water and just kind of watched everything happen. Um, so that was what was going on in Denmark. Like I said, I know it's a lot. Um, that's why typically in the working months, uh, this podcast is daily. So we don't spend, you know, 10 minutes on Denmark. Um, but with that, we are going to skip the Netherlands because they are still on their summer vacation and go on to Norway. The Scandinavians are back to work. Um, So the Norwegian royal family were back to work on Wednesday. Um, Still sporadic engagements, but they had them nonetheless. Um, So on Wednesday morning, Crown Prince Akun participated in a audience with um, representatives of the refugee route. Um, And this is something that we're going to talk about a lot next week. Um, but this week, um, coming up, Crown Prince Frederick, or Crown Prince Akun is going to be walking this refugee route. Um, so I don't know too much about it yet because the actual event hasn't happened. Um, but as he starts, I believe on Wednesday, um, and he'll walk this, this route that I think I'm sure has been walked by many refugees to Norway, Um, So that is something that is really cool um, that we'll talk about next Monday, but he had a meeting um, probably in planning for that on Wednesday. Um, And then also on Wednesday, uh, Queen Sonia participated in the opening concert of the Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra's season. Now, Seems like it was a pretty empty concert hall um, and maybe was like live streamed to people who paid for admission. I don't really understand, um, but really it looked like Sonia and maybe a few other people were in the audience um, to observe the concert. Um So everything's a little bit different this year, but she was able to go physically attend in person, um, kind of like a hint of normal there. Um, So that was really great. And with that, we are going to move on to Spain. After a very busy week um, last week, 
the Spanish Royals were pretty light this week, um, really with just one engagement on Monday. Um, King Felipe and Queen Letizia finished their, I don't really know what to call this, um, but their working summer vacation um, on the Balearic Islands. So they visited the island of Ibiza, um, where they were primarily visiting cultural sites like museums um, and just hanging out (laughs) in the beautiful land that is Ibiza. Um, So that was their Monday. And then from what I can tell, they returned to Madrid on Tuesday, but then it's been pretty much crick. It's been crickets from them um, the rest of the week. So I don't know um, if they've just been kind of having like a casual staycation in Madrid. Um, if they have and done anything outside of their home, it has been completely unnoticed. Um, so who knows? But that was their. Um, week this week, they had one, one day of engagements, um, on an Island and that, that was great. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. telling you, I think the Scandinavian royals are all colluding together to come back to work at the same time. It's fantastic. Um, I also just think this happens to be when schools in Scandinavia start back up um, because everyone seems to be back to school. Um, So on Thursday, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel um, held several meetings. Um, So they were focusing on the economy regrowth or like building back better after COVID, um, as well as the tourism and hospitality industry, um, and all of these meetings. So really they were just focused on, um, the changes that have come to Sweden since coronavirus. Um, so a big day full of meetings, lots of content, but not a whole lot of information because I don't speak Swedish. Um, I have looked and looked and I've tried to read English translations of things and they're just, they're not there. I mean, the English translations are there, but the information that I get from that is really what I just told you. Um, They held these meetings. They were focused on this. They were closed meetings. Like the press wasn't allowed inside. You don't know what exactly they talked about. Um, And there aren't like anecdotes from the day. So because... They're closed. I mean, <laughs> press isn't there. It, you know, you get what you get. Um, so that is what was going on in Sweden. I'm happy to see them back and working, um, much like I am everybody else who is back and working. Um, and we probably got, like like I said, this week is probably going to be another lightly slow week. Um, we are probably going to have a longer episode next week just because... People are going back to work. Um, And then, so that is that. I have been using a lot of this time to um, focus on content planning and building um, 
So a couple of changes are coming down the pike, which we'll talk about um, in September when everything kind of relaunches. Um, So right now, thedailyroyal.com, which is the website that accompanies this podcast, um, are... is. In it, it's up. You can still see things, um, but it's undergoing some construction, and I haven't been active on it this month at all. Um, but I've been planning things, and then the Instagram I just relaunched on Thursday, um, so you can see a new layout and different pictures, um, and hopefully that will be something that's a positive change. Um, and so with that, um, and the Instagram handle is the Daily Royal. So same thing as this. Uh, podcast episode or this podcast so you can check that out there um and with that that's going to end today's episode i will talk to you all next monday the 31st of august where we will um do a weekly recap and then go back into our tuesday through saturday posting schedule so i will talk to you all then have a great week and i'll talk to you on monday bye